Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Stuart Huggins, and I'm the student minister here at the Leslie Center in Chattanooga, and I also serve as the director of youth ministries at St. John United Methodist Church on Highway 58 in Chattanooga. And um, I jump over here on Fridays and send you guys off on a safe and healthy weekend, and hopefully a dry weekend after all the crazy weather we've had these past two weeks. I know that I personally am ready for some dry weather. But um, so this is our daily Bible readings for Wesley, and today's verses are Psalm 118, 1 through 2, as well as Psalm 118, 19 through 29. Jeremiah 33, 1 through 9, which is going to be our focus. And Philippians 2, 12 through 18. And like I said, Jeremiah 33, 1 through 9 is going to be our main focus. I'm really, really, really going to tell you about the first, like, four verses. And then I'm going to encourage you guys to go and read it yourself, do some stu individual studying. But I'm going to read all the verses for you anyway. But a big lesson is going to be in the first four verses. So this is Jeremiah 33, 1 through 9. While Jeremiah was still confined in the courtyard of the guard, the Lord gave him his second message. This is what the Lord says. The Lord who made the earth, who formed it and established it, whose name is the Lord, ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. For this is what the Lord God of Israel says. You have torn down the houses of this city and even the king's palace to get materials to strengthen the walls, the siege ramps, and the swords of the enemies. You expect to fight the Babylonians, but the men of this city are going as good, are already as good as dead. For I have determined to destroy them in my terrible anger. I have abandoned them because of all their wickedness. Nevertheless, the time will come when I will heal Jerusalem's wounds and give it prosperity and peace. I will restore the fortunes of Judah and Israel and rebuild their towns. I will cleanse them of their sins against me and forgive all their sins of rebellion. Then this city will bring me joy, honor, and before all the nations, the earth. The people of the world will see the good I do for my, my people. And they will tremble with awe at the peace of prosperity I provide for them. So this whole scripture is um, pretty much just uh, Jeremiah's in prison and um, so he, he's in prison he's been thrown out of the temple and God follows him to this prison uh, a place that back in the day um, back in the biblical times prison nobody found you there you were gone okay uh, just a medical metaphorically you were gone um, so Jeremiah is still in the court of prison. He, he's there. He, it's, it all seems hopeless. It seems that he had some freedom of movement because he took the documents to be recorded in the last lesson that he wrote in the scripture. But this really is a continuation of chapter 32, what happens. The word in the... Um, but again, he... Uh, the, the key word, the key phrase is God, uh, prison could not shut Jeremiah away from God. That's kind of the, what, what we're shooting for right here. So call and I will answer. That's, that's verse 3. God invited Jeremiah's prayer, which appealed to him to fulfill aspects of his promises, which he guarantees he will attend to. And later on, in, oh, right before this in Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14, it talks about this promise. It talks about it at the end of this uh, uh, lesson as well, and also in Daniel 9 and 
brings back to it later on in the Gospel of John. But his prayer to the, but his answer to the prayer was answered. It was assured. It was assurance. It was assured. God is telling Jeremiah to pray, and He will answer His prayer. God will hear Jeremiah because He is righteous in God's sight, even though He's in prison. He's still righteous. Jeremiah certainly did not know all there was to know of God. The closer Jeremiah or any of us will draw, will draw to God in prayer, the more he, he himself will reveal to us and show us these remarkable things that he's capable of. There is nothing impossible to God. God reveals himself for those who obey and follow him. So I, I just get this image of being locked. And, and again, maybe he had a little bit of a uh, little bit of freedom to kind of do what he wanted to do. But I picture... Um, just being locked in prison, and back then there was probably it was probably pretty dark places they were locked in, so not not much light, not much anything, hopelessness, and he is calling out to God, and God's telling him to call out to him. Um, I essentially think that's like basically having God on speed dial, and to me that is the coolest thing ever. So um, even when all hope is lost, Jeremiah is still calling out. Uh, begging his prayers to be answered, praying, talking with God, spending time with him. And that's kind of why I really focused on the first three verses, because I want you guys to go study the the rest of the few verses, soak them up a little bit, let them stir around your head and your heart, and then continue with individual scripture reading. So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you all have a safe and healthy and dry weekend. Hopefully no more rain for a while. I think we're supposed to get some more weather in this I think Sunday, I think is when we're supposed to get some more weather in. So be safe this weekend. Um, enjoy some time off, and I will see you guys next week. Peace.